1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. We're live through Spreaker.com, C2C Radio Show.com, NewAttitude Media.com, and available for download through all major podcast distributors, including Apple, Amazon, Google Play, you name it, we're there. We're live, and it is good to see everybody getting ready for the holidays, whatever it is that you may celebrate, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. And any holidays I might miss, hopefully you're all enjoying your time. I'm Stan Grubb, and my tag team partners, Brian Taylor, is here.
2: What's going on?
1: Much, man, not much. And Rob Hefner is here. Well, hello. Well, hello. (laughs) Gentlemen, it is almost the end of 2022. Christmas is coming fast. And... It's no shortage of interesting news bits that have come up, including uh, a heads up on Fight Forever. Uh, in an interview with Fightful.com, Evil Uno talks about AEW's Fight Forever, which is still technically scheduled to come out in the first quarter of 2023. However, there is not an actual release date yet. Here's what he tells us. He says uh, some tidbits that I'm allowed to announce. There'll be over 50 characters at launch plans for it to evolve over time and uh, there's going to be multiple modes that will be available as they go forward including gm mode like they had with T- with 2k and he said while many people have talked about how the 2k games have really really upped their ante in production value, that their goal is not necessarily to compete with WWE's 2K games, but to really stick to the the methodology of keeping it towards the no mercy feel. And uh, that is what he had to say. We don't have a whole lot else in the way of hints or rumors yet, but we know there's going to be a lot of DLCs. I'm excited for this game. I did, I did finally do the pre-order. I mean, it was only, what... Five bucks at a GameStop to do that, but it should be interesting to see when this comes out and and how it plays.
3: Cool. Are you I'm making a, sure. a statement, or yep? That's, that's just a a
0: general. Oh. That's just a general statement. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of those pregnant pauses you like to do? No, 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 not really. Oh, that really.
2: one was real pregnant, Rob. Yeah. And there was like a thirty-second like delay on that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's apparently there's going to be online co-op play, which I didn't realize that was going to be until I pulled up their website just now. That actually could be really cool, um, especially I, I couldn't have imagined playing No Mercy online. That would have been amazing.
2: Well, I mean, but do you play online now?
1: Not with wrestling games. That's just it. Like, I, well, what, I don't games, play on-
2: what games do you play online?
1: Uh, well, when it was really hopping, I played Avengers. I played, uh, Goth. I play Gotham Knights. That's online
2: with friends with with
1: other people. People just randomly pop. I don't know if you've seen this in yours, but people randomly pop into the game.
2: Well, I mean, that's probably how it's designed. I would imagine, especially since you don't play with bother to tell your friends. That you're playing the game.
1: Well, it's always sporadic. It's never like it at the exact same oh, time. Oh yeah, got, got
2: it's okay, man. You couldn't set a time for me. But it's okay. Sorry, man. Don't uh, right. with the dummy accounts he's created. Yeah, when Diablo comes out, don't be asking me to team up with you and shit. To oh oh okay, because Diablo
1: Four. <laughs> here's what's going to happen in Diablo Four. I already know how this is going to go down. I'm going to load the game up. I'm going to try to play with you, and you're going to be at level 550 fucking thousand, and I'm going to be at level two, because that's well, how fucking I mean, fast you level up in these things. And I'll be I like, could, hey, Brian, where'd you get that super fantastic freaking sword?
2: Yeah, I'm not even going to deal with
1: you. Uh-huh. Sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could help. you. you I mean, you know, I don't know what it is.
1: I will say I've started playing World of Warcraft again. Hmm. <laughs> Did you ever get into that game? No, oh, a little. So, I mean, it's it's not exactly expensive to buy like the game time. I'm not I'm not like one up to wanting to pay for a monthly subscription yet, but I bought a couple of months worth just to just to check it out, <laughs> out for the first time in a while. And um, so far I've been able to uh, use my Xbox controller on it, which is kind of cool. It's still tough to map all the buttons though. Um and what else? I have. Let's see. Oh, DC Universe Online. I still load that up every now and again and play online there.
2: I haven't touched DC in a long time.
1: I'd say the game that I really enjoyed playing online, um, and it's it's sad as hell that it's no longer available, was Marvel Heroes Omega. Did you ever play that? Mm.
3: Maybe. Maybe. My mom
1: just texted me and told me that uh, she got an Alexa for Christmas from from my Aunt Cindy. <laughs> oh,
0: dear God.
1: I can't wait for that. that. That'll be
0: hilarious. Can I tell you, as somebody who's tried to teach his 75-year-old mother that thing, <laughs> she will call me and tell me how she's gotten in a fight with it. And they're on non speaking terms (laughs) (laughs) because she likes to turn her lights on and off at random. Oh, no. I'm like, I don't think that's it, mom. She probably
1: walks around the house whispering just so it doesn't go off.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, see, I don't play online games except like on my phone. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to play like racing online and that kind of stuff, but then people kept losing to me, and then they'd turn around and go the other way. And
1: <laughs> uh, I can only confirm that that happened when we played in person. I never played against well, no,
0: you. No, it wasn't you. It was somebody else.
1: Oh, damn. They turned around and drove backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. Now. <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> I never got into racing online. I never thought that would be i don't know i just never really
0: thought about it now i'm impressed with my son's girlfriend's brother he has the whole like eye racing rig in the basement oh wow like i was down there one time visiting and i was like he's got the seat the steering wheel all of it and i'm like dang man they have full-on like uh, cockpit setups for
1: those things like you mm-hmm. got four four monitors and they're almost curved around and
0: it's it's crazy like a roll cage yeah, the funniest was when they did i racing during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and they had the NASCAR guys do it. And Denny Hamlin was leading one of the races, and his daughter got the r- remote control wrong. When she was trying to turn off her TV, she turned off his monitor. Oh no! <laughs> 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 well, that'll <laughs>
1: that'll make for an interesting interesting finish to a race. No brakes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there are uh, listed on the game modes for for 5 Forever. It is, of course, singles, tag team, three-way, four-way, ladder matches, a casino battle royale. I, that one will be fun to play. Uh, False count anywhere. Unsanctioned lights out matches. Exploding barbed wire death matches. Hopefully, they don't have sparklers and uh, other online modes, they're saying.
0: <laughs> Yay for sparklers. Hmm gonna be like the ring's gonna explode spirit fingers <laughs> That'd
1: be great I have this little uh don callous pop up from the bottom of the screen spirit fingers that'd be great i, like I vote yes on that
0: you know old 80s when like you know jack tunnies or whatever would pop up in the wrestling game now so
1: far because we we talked about it many times where we said if if we were going to get it we wanted to see what editions were coming out so far it just says standard edition on their website so there's no
3: uh collectible editions or anything just yet Uh let's see here ah hall
1: of famer wwe hall of famer hacksaw jim duggan this one oh. This one uh, cracks me up. Apparently, he he recently did an interview with Wrestling talking about how an intruder broke into his home in South Carolina on a Thursday uh, Thursday night. Guy was knocking on doors in the neighborhood, and basically was uh, claims he was running away from people that were coming to kill him. Uh, he walked into Duggan's house because his door was unlocked. Duggan take Duggan took him down, held him at gunpoint, called the cops. Jim Duggan is a, recovering, uh, a recovered cancer uh, survivor. I guess that's the proper terminology. Um, he has had multiple hip surgeries, multiple knee surgeries. The guy is one tough son of a bitch. I don't know that that would be a house I'd want to break into, but apparently the guy that walked into an open door, basically, um, <laughs> really had no idea what he was in for. Gotcha, tough guy. I just thought he would have hit him with a two-by-four, but I guess he just didn't have one handy. Well, I mean, I remember meeting him in, what was that,
0: Fishersville? Yeah, yeah, at at, uh, AWE's pay-per-view event. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, the man's man's hand was the size of some people's heads. Mm Mm-hmm. So. (sighs)
4: Sorry.
1: The official description... (laughs) <laughs> the description from Duggan says the man was hysterically frightened, claimed people from a nearby home were coming after him to kill him. Uh, Duggan said he kept his his gun on his lap, his hand on the intruder's back until until the police arrived. Man, that's crazy. He says, thank God we didn't shoot him. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Did he come in his house? so the guy was knocking on different doors trying to get into different homes obviously finding their doors were locked so he knocks on Duggan's door which is what alerts them that something's going on finds that the door is unlocked so he just opens it up and apparently he doesn't just walk in he falls in so the door he opens the door not expecting it to be open turns the knob and falls into the house
3: which uh was just enough time for Duggan to react
0: Like I was going to say, like, what, Duggan to open the door and be like, come on in.
3: (laughs) Have a seat.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, there's – this time of year does things to people. And yeah, people do things. And good for Duggan to defend himself and his property. I mean, thankfully he didn't shoot him. You know, I don't know what South Carolina or North Carolina's laws are, but, I mean – I bet he'll keep his doors locked from now on. Probably. At least, uh, at least I hope so. A Guy like
4: him
1: seems like he's kind of set in his ways, though. Not really into the whole change idea. Right. So let's see. We've got uh, Wrestle Kingdom coming up on January fourth. Now Brian's already confirmed he's going to stay up to the wee hours of the morning to watch this. So he'll be giving us the the updates as they happen. He, uh, he even warned uh, some of the C two C chat that they should be aware of his comments and 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 play by play will be showing up in the chat at the earlier hours. It's a packed card. Um, I'm just scrolling through it. Rocky Romero had an interview with uh, Renee Paquette on her Oral Sessions podcast, where he talks about possible, possibly having AJ Styles show up at Wrestle Kingdom. He said anything is possible. And that WWE had conversations with New Japan as far back as August, when the Good Brothers contracts initially came up. Triple H took over in July. August, the Good Brothers contracts come up. And uh, I mean, it does make good business sense if he actually takes advantage of an opportunity to work with New Japan. Brian, is this a, is this a positive for them, or do you think he'll just let let this one th- slip through the cracks like they've done so many other opportunities?
3: I mean,
2: uh, so how is it a positive yet? You've done no advertising, right? <clears throat> right. It's the the WWE crowd is notorious for being so
3: dog doggone fanatical that they could give poops less.
2: So AJ Styles can show up at New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom
3: and fandom's not going to care.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They're not going to, uh, you know,
2: subscribe to New Japan World to watch it. If it's a, a one off, it's not going to benefit them anything. Now, if they're smart enough to have a working relationship, that's one thing. But I don't think they're smart enough to have that working relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. I could be wrong. I hope I am wrong. Well, keep in mind
1: Carl Anderson, who is currently under contract with WWE, will be defending the never open weight title against Tama Tonga. And, I mean, you've also, in addition to that, you've got Kenny Omega from the AEW side challenging for the IWGP US title, taking on Will Ospreay. So, I mean, is it a possibility? I, I think it's a, it is one. I don't know if I would say it's a strong one. While I'd love to see it, I, my personal opinion is I don't feel like WWE has ever, regardless of who was in charge, being good at taking advantage of partnerships, you know, or working relationships. Maybe it's better to word it like that because I, I couldn't call it a partnership to your point because there really hasn't been any kind of hey, guess who we're working with in New Japan or guess who's coming over here? Nothing like that,
2: nothing at all. But again, though, they they worry about themselves. They could give, yeah. you know, less about what happened, mm-hmm. you know, around the world. I mean, me personally. Uh, knowing what JBL said about AJ Styles when he first came on, right? Uh, if I was New Japan, I wouldn't have anything to do with him. Because mm-hmm. that was a clear insult and a shot across the bow to New Japan.
1: Now, do you think it was one of those situations where JBL said it because Vince said it in his headset, or that JBL just said it because he was trying to be, uh, I guess, controversial?
2: It's JBL. He's a notorious jackass. Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Obviously. Well, obviously. No, seriously, he he definitely is.
2: So, I mean, who knows? Maybe it was Vince, but the fact of the matter is whether Vince said it or JBL said it was said, Mm -hmm. and if I'm New Japan, I'd have nothing to do with it. Oh you wanna you wanna be the only player in town, okay, be the only player in town
3: you want you you wanna thank your top dog, okay, be top dog But come across to Japan and well, let's see what happens. I'll give you a run for your money.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll sell out the Tokyo Dome when you're trying to put on a house show. You know what I'm saying like that's what if I was new Japan, okay gotcha, you want to, you know, you want to insult us like you insult
3: everybody else, you want to ruin the business, well, okay, I don't want to work with
0: you. Yeah, I mean, you know, the WW, one thing the WWE's been very good at is becoming, <laughs> you know, like you said, they don't use partnerships right. Mm-hmm. They want to be the only act in town. They want to be the biggest act in town. You know, they had Ohio Valley as their developmental or whatever. They pillaged they pillaged Ring of Honor to the point Ring of Honor is like, hey, 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 you know, like right. So um, I mean, they've never had a good history of sharing, shall we say. They're the they're the stereotypical only child who doesn't like to share.
3: That, That's definitely a unique point of view I, I like that uh, no. that comparison That's good And
0: now that you have What wrestling fans have always died for The Inner agency The inner promotional Things happening mm-hmm. You know Yes, Ring of Honor is owned by Tony, so that's why I see it But I mean, even before that You had Impact Right. You know, you had New Japan. I mean, and so these guys have all done what we've been wanting them to do. And now, I think, unless the WWE would go all in with New Japan or one of these, it's going to be too little too late for anybody kind of be like, oh, hey, okay. Because, like, to Brian's point, you know, Okay, you put AJ Styles on Russell Kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. Who benefits from that? I mean, realistically speaking, if if it's done right, you'd think that New Japan would. Right. But what's the payoff? Because he's going to go back to the States and he's not going to be there. Right. You know? Um,
2: Well, but again, it's not so much payout. I mean, so what? You've name dropped New Japan a couple times on TV?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's really been the extent so far.
2: A couple of uh,
1: casual references here and there.
2: We are a little over two weeks away.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: There's been no advertisements on WWE programming. No, not even a little bit. There's been nothing to drive buy rates. There's been nothing to try and sway your fandom to purchase New Japan
3: World. Even for Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, what you think? You can just say it on the
2: Monday before?
3: That's what that's
1: what kind of confuses me. I mean, even a guy that a lot of people touted somebody that's being ridiculously smart to the business, you would think Triple H would want to capitalize, even in part, just by the sheer mention of, hey, Carl Anderson's heading to Japan to defend this title. Because he was a champion overseas. Doesn't that only serve to make him look better? I I know that's using logic when it comes to WWE. So it's already flat logic.
0: What I I would be if I was WWE is, you you know, you you put a belt on him. So when he's on their program, he has your belt with him. You know, that puts your belt on their program. Um, Because you let him have the belt on, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like. But again, what would be the payoff? And would anybody at this point give a shit? <laughs> you know, like right? Because we're all sitting here, like Brian, like all right, what's the play? You know, what are we doing here?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I
2: mean, again, so Rocky name drops him, right? How many WWE fans do you think actually listen to her podcast now that she's no longer WWE? Say that one more time. How many what? How many WWE fans listen to her podcast?
1: Oh, geez. Um, It's difficult to say. I, I I would just say less.
3: Less than before. Yes. So again... That's, that's all you have is
2: Rocky name dropping AJ. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: So that's your big, that's your big, your big sell, huh?
1: Well, and here's the, here's the way this goes is Paquette actually brings it up to him initially. So he's talking to her about the situation with Gallows and Anderson, basically negotiating to go back to WWE once their contracts had expired. And he even lets them know, Hey, look, you know, you guys don't screw me. Don't screw me. You know, you have dates booked and that's what he tells them. So he claims that he was extremely nervous about it. So they get through this conversation where he said they've been really great. WWE's let them come and work the dates and all of that. And then Paquette basically asked the question of, hey, what are the odds that AJ Styles could come to Wrestle Kingdom with Carl Anderson? And Romero says anything is possible.
3: No, so, so he, he really the even way name that. that drop him.
1: No, he does not. He does not say AJ Styles could be here. What what happens there is Paquette asks him directly, and he said anything's possible.
2: Uh, I mean, it's a move that, that that that's not even news. Yeah. If Rocky doesn't name drop, and she name drops, that's not news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. But again, if he was, there should be advertising or something going on. Mm-hmm.
3: So,
1: where does New Japan normally advertise state-wise in the states? What do you mean? So, does New Japan have like an active advertising campaign in the United States, or is it just basically through their website?
0: Spencer's. Uh, yeah, I mean. Hot topic
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I ask that In all seriousness because I'm I'm curious What their strategy is within the states As far as growth I mean they have uh, New Japan Strong which is in Los Angeles That's the show they're taping I think they're taping it like semi-weekly or bi-weekly um, And then there's the the New Japan World Website itself which They do market within The United States but I mean, I don't know that I've I've seen.
2: Yeah, any, but wait, correct me if I'm would,
1: wrong, but I don't think I've ever seen any Wrestle Kingdom
2: you advertisements or anything. You wouldn't see a commercial
3: over here for Wrestle Kingdom if they're primarily in California. Okay. It's just like I bet you, if you're in,
2: uh, I don't know what what um, I don't know. Pick a pick a country and. I don't, I don't care. Well, we'll say the UK. I mean, you may never see a commercial for Raw. You may just know it's on. Okay. I mean, if, if they're never coming to the East Coast or haven't yet, they're not going to advertise the East Coast because there's no way that anybody on the East Coast is going to watch on the West Coast mm-hmm. because they don't have the national television deal yet.
3: Right.
2: So it could be on some local
3: CBS affiliate. I mean, they did do a show in D.C. And they've done
1: a show. Didn't they do a show in Charlotte? But those were not televised. They were just local events.
3: So call it a house show.
2: Okay. House show. So they advertised it, but that's it. I mean, again, if it's primarily West Coast, you're not going to get advertised. So, it's much like the Panthers, right? So, if the Panthers aren't playing a West Coast team,
4: mm-hmm.
2: nobody in California is going to know they're playing.
1: Unless they and have most to likely be a they Panthers wouldn't care. Fan. Good point.
2: But yeah. Uh, it's not that they wouldn't care, but unless they're a Panthers fan, <laughs> they're not worried about what the East Coast team is doing. Right. Because they're right. probably rooting for
1: the Chargers, Rams, 49ers, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah, I got you. Well, I think it's still an interesting concept, but yeah, much to your point, it's not exactly like, uh, I, I would say when AEW talks about it, they're on television with it. They're, hey, New Japan is on their way, or we're headed to New Japan, or, you know what I mean? FTRs get ready to, to challenge for or defend the IWGP tag titles, and they're going to be talking about it. They'll literally talk about it on their television, which is the thing that they do better, well, not just the thing, but one of the things they do better on their side of the fence is, is they are not afraid to talk about other companies in, the, you know, in a positive fashion. I think that's the best way to word it.
2: Uh, Impact does it also.
1: Yeah, very true. Very true. They And they do quite well at it, so that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, Wrestle Kingdom's card does look Damn stacked. Um, starting from the Young Lions Exhibition, uh, two guys that I don't really know a whole lot about. Rohe Oiwa. God, I hate when I have to pronounce these names. <laughs> Bolton Oleg, uh, in an exhibition, you got K. G. Muto, otherwise known as the Great Muda, Tanahashi and Shota Umino against Naito, Sanada, and Bushi. And a uh, Antonio Inoki Memorial Six Man Tag. You got Monoro Suzuki, Tiger Mask, Tatsumi Fujinami. That's two guys, I th- think, that are coming out of retirement to perform. To- Toji Makabe, Yuji Nagata, and Satoshi Kojima. So that's five guys coming out of retirement just to perform uh for Antonio Inoki. Memorial- <laughs> Jesus. Antonio Inoki's memorial six man tag.
0: Just stop. The-
1: right that's just i i just, why am i even trying that's that's awful uh iwgp junior heavyweight tag title match leo rush coming out of retirement for the 50,000th time teaming with yo versus tjp and francesca francesco akira brian help me out have you heard of akira or yo uh, i don't know maybe okay
2: I'd, I I'd, have the team kind of I'd have to see him, kind of
1: thing. i have to see a face. IWGP Tag Titles are on the line as Hiroko Goto and Yoshihashi challenging FTR. We talked about Carl uh, Anderson defending against Tamatanga. The finals for the inaugural New Japan World Television Championship: Ren Narita versus Zack Saber Jr. That match is going to be phenomenal. That will be amazing. Zack Sabre Jr. never fails. I mean, the guy just has great match after great match. Junior heavyweight, fatal four-way, we've got Ishimori versus Taka- Takahashi. Master Wato and El Desperado. Uh, the IWGP United States title match. Kenny Omega challenging Will Ospreay. I mean, that that has a possibility to be match of the year right at the very beginning of 2023. Because Omega's looked tremendous since coming back from their uh, suspension. He's looked great. And uh, the, this past Dynamite, where they uh, went down three to one in, in the best of seven series, I mean, he's still just, it's it's so cool to see Kenny Omega at, at 100%, especially when he's moving with you know, how he normally is, 90 miles an hour in the ring. So him against Osprey, this is, it's a really good opportunity to see some, some great Kenny Omega work, especially Japan style.
2: Well, you know, again, I'm sure this was a holdout from forbidden door that
3: because Omega was hurt, we didn't get to see.
1: We got Kyrie, Kyrie Hojo. Defending the IWGP Women's Championship against Tom Nakano. Now here's the catch to this. At the time that this match was announced for Wrestle Kingdom, of course, that's when the rumor broke loose of not Sasha Banks, but Mercedes. I think they're calling her Mercedes Monet now. She is scheduled to be there. She has got a advertised appearance. So here we go. Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Monet, headed to New Japan and quite possibly uh, AEW for the following week.
3: That's uh, as what's her name,
1: Soraya. I don't I don't want to mispronounce it. Soraya's mystery partner.
3: You killing me. You kill me,
2: uh, so. Um. Vernado? Is that her real last name?
1: I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but I think you're closer than I am.
2: Mercedes
1: Mercedes Vernado?
2: Vernado, maybe.
1: (laughs) Sasha Banks. Let's just do that. No,
2: you can't use Sasha Banks. Mercedes
1: Vernado. Let me see. Sometimes uh sometimes they tell you how to pronounce it. Let's see here. Vernado, I think, would probably be the
3: smartest way of pronouncing it, but who knows? I'm looking it up right now.
4: Well, dang, it
1: actually doesn't have the pronunciation. So we're just guessing. What you got? Hmm? I thought you had like something you were going to say. And before we started botching how to pronounce her name.
2: <laughs> I mean, we can do it after you announce the card, but you, you, you know, you do you first and
0: yeah, are you done insulting the uh Japanese people? No, he's got one more. <laughs> I think there's one more.
1: Well, there's the main event. Yeah. But this one actually isn't that hard to do. It's Okada challenging Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship.
3: I got off easy on that one. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, it's just it's a, a stack card.
2: Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what happens with Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm real interested to see if uh, she would make the appearance I guess the following Wednesday here in the States. Well, from
1: Tony Khan's side, there's been no hinting. You know how he usually does and talks about there's a big signing and all that. Got a great big announcement. He said nothing so far. Just that what the storyline has done, and that's that there's a mystery partner for Soraya against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could possibly get Mandy Rose.
3: Yeah, but I mean, you can't
2: you can't book that type of match and have a mystery opponent before the mystery opponent gets fired, right? And she would probably still have a non compete clause, I would imagine.
1: I would assume so. Being fired, even even under the means that we'll talk about here in a little while, a little little bit.
2: Uh, well, the rest of them, the rest of them God. had non compete clauses for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Ninety the days. The fact 90. that she was right from TV, you know. Right.
3: Mm. I could see it
1: being built up and built up as you know. Here comes Mercedes, Renato, Renato, whatever. And uh, <laughs> I could see if if Mandy Rose was to come out, the entire crowd just in one giant boo,
4: you know, just
1: <laughs> totally shitting on the idea because they would want what they would normally get and that would be a a major delivered signing like uh like Mercedes Monet.
2: Yeah, but nobody ever promised them a signing. They That's the thing literally
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So I think once again this is this is the the error of the social media. I think there's some social media and
0: it's all Stan's fault. Yeah some
2: yep. of his pro wrestling stuff. I'm shocked that they didn't like claim it was Roman Reigns or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
1: Romans come to save the day. Make hints about the Roman Empire or some stupid shit. Yeah, I that's
4: mean...
1: that's one thing that AEW's done well with is not, you know, taking ridiculous shots like that. You know, they make comments, but they don't go trying to drop hints that would never happen. <laughs>
2: Well, the other thing, too, what you have to remember is uh, they have had a lot of surprises that you never even knew. Yep, very true. So, uh, who was it, Trent? Uh, uh, Seven, seven. Yeah. Trent Seven, yeah. Didn't know. We all guessed it, Claudio, but I don't think they ever really said. I don't think there was ever any
1: hinting done. They're they actually really good about not hinting.
2: <clears throat> I mean, Samoa. Yes, Samoa. Joe. Uh, I don't I don't think they came out and said, "Oh, CM Punk is coming back tonight." I think it broke, and they just didn't deny it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So I, I for everyone spoil they may give. There's about two or three that they don't say nothing about. Right. So I, you know, I really don't see them advertising. I think the mere the mere thought is will drive some ratings.
3: You know, oh well, we're just gonna do a
2: mystery opponent or a mystery partner.
3: Oh, well, let's let's make
2: sure the The Mercedes rumors are out there so that uh, people think and maybe tune in.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I think people are naturally going to do that that are on the fence about it anyway. But for as many people that, that are excited for the possibility of it, you've got just as many claiming that if she does show up on AEW TV that she's some kind of a traitor. Like, she's broken some kind of unspoken rule that WWE people are not allowed to go to AEW. I don't know if you ever look at the uh, the fan comments in some of these groups that I think you and I are both in. But, man, some of them are pretty damn crazy.
0: No, I don't read the comments.
1: They're, they're pretty sad. Some of them are like, what a traitor. How dare they? Like, they've just, you know, broken the law or some shit.
0: Well, I mean, contrary to popular belief, AEW does their programming and does their programming. You know, like when AEW puts stories together, they don't sit there and say, All right, how can we dig at the WWE today? Mm-hmm. You know, like all they want to do is the best wrestling they can while they can. Right. You know, like the wrestlers, like, like Jericho is having fun. Like that's what he's doing. Like he's like, Do I want the belt? Hey, you want to give it to me? Fine. But I'm having fun. And It's the bobbleheads that Brian talks about that are just constantly in this state of not acceptance or whatever. Like, you know, it doesn't exist, or there's got to be something wrong with it. And when all it is is alternative programming that you can enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's it. And if she goes to AEW, so what? Right. She's obviously not happy with WWE. She's obviously (laughs) not coming back. People can get their feelings hurt all they want, or they can get the fuck over it.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't think she'll go to the... I don't think she'll... I would be shocked if she signs a contract with AEW. I think you're going to get an appearance... You know, paper per appearance type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, uh, her red is she wants a certain amount of money. And there are very few places that be able to afford that on a long term yeah. basis.
1: Tell them how much she's asking for, Brian. It's a, this is not small dollar. Mm,
2: I don't, I, I mean, I know. Like, overall, she wanted the type of money that Becky and Charlotte make. mm mm-hmm. uh, Was it like 30000 per or something like that? So,
1: for the WrestleCade appearance that they were trying to book her for, initially, it was something like $30,000 for a, an autograph signing, where they finally had to say no because she, she wasn't allowed to take any kind of wrestling-related booking until the first of the year. Now, the rumored number is 300,000 minimum. Now, this is what we're talking about here is contract, not a per appearance. But if you look at what Becky Lynch and Charlotte are making. uh, Last I saw was at least one and a half, 1.5 million per year.
4: So
1: if that's per appearance for Sasha, that's once a quarter.
2: 1.2.
4: Can't well
2: I, I don't know nobody's gonna be stupid enough to give her three hundred thousand for an appearance um that's just ignorant mm-hmm. i mean then you might as well just bite the bullet inside her
1: that's like stupid money that's that's like money mark money right there
2: no that's not even money mark money that's just like um you should probably uh not be in charge of the
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: payroll anymore um but she's getting three hundred thousand.
1: Is the is the commentary that she's getting this for New Japan's appearance?
2: Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's more than one appearance involved in three hundred thousand. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there. I'm sure the run is probably included three hundred thousand.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I would have no problem giving her one point two mil
4: mm-hmm.
2: for a certain contract.
1: Four appearances a year. You know, no. big box office
2: appearances. Yeah, but, but again, though, this she's not under contract. You put her under contract, you're not paying her for that money for four appearances. Mm-hmm. Again, the 300000 is not going to be for one appearance. It's going to be for multiple days. It's probably going to be for her run in New Japan. Because she's probably not going to have a long one unless they do sign her and she, you know, then you put the belt on her Mm
4: -hmm.
2: because I would imagine over there, if she played, if she played her cards, right, she would probably like blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like I could see her easily going over there and doing something similar to the boss character where she's, you know, a bad guy, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like a legit bad guy and talks to smack and they will just eat it up in Japan. And and you'll earn your money off of it. But, I mean, you, you'd have to be stupid for 300000 for one appearance. I mean, that that would just be, that would be like, you're dumb. You're not, I mean, like, whatever, whoever is in charge of the company should set you down and be like, give me your credit card. <laughs> like, give me, give me all your money. Yeah, <laughs> you're not doing this again.
0: Right. We're getting a power of attorney because you done lost your mind. That's a, that's an Eric Bischoff kind of move. Not. For I that. don't
2: even know. If, I don't even know if Eric would have been that stupid. Uh, I mean, maybe for, maybe for a Hogan, a Sting, mm-hmm. a Flair. You you know, back in there, I I don't see him being like, oh yeah, yeah. How do we give Sasha three hundred thousand for an appearance? she's going to help me win the money
3: night wars. God, I don't even think he'd be that foolish. It'd be a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't, I don't even think. How many would appearances
1: be. would you think would be equitable for a deal like that?
2: Depends on my program.
1: Mm-hmm. So, if you're under AEW's layout, they're mapping, where they're running 52 weeks a year, but also one pay-per-view every quarter, how many appearances do you think you'd want out of her?
2: Again, it depends on what I want to do with her. Mm
1: -hmm. Like if it was a major title run?
2: Yeah. I mean, if again, there's all types of times where a big name comes in and runs a program, doesn't get the title. But there are some times that you have to pull the trigger on something like that and you have to give them a run with it. Mm-hmm. She would be one that I would pull the trigger and give her a run with
1: it. Right. I feel like with her, it's a safe bet that if you did, you wouldn't even have to have her on television every week. Well, you could have her on TV every week. You just wouldn't have to have a wrestle every week. Maybe like, uh, maybe like close to how MJF
2: schedule work, works. Yeah, but I mean, the ultimate problem with champs like that mm-hmm. is they eventually lose their luster. Yes. So you have to be leery because she doesn't have the mouth that MJF has.
1: I don't think anybody's ever going to come close to that.
2: Mm hmm. So MJF is capable of entertaining us Mm -hmm. through spoken word. Yep. I'm not saying she can't cut a promo, but shes I don't think she can cut one like MJF. So for somebody like that, your your buck is to get her wrestling Mm -hmm. as much as you can. Because ultimately, the one that's going to beat her, you want to make sure that she looks like a, a fighting champ and a dominant champ going into that title match.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the problem with like Jade, right? So, Jade's been going for what a year and a half or whatever.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And she's only at what 36? 40, so. 41, I think. Okay, 41. So, we're going a year and a half and some of those appearances, especially early on, were dark or elevation. So if you her dynamite matches in that time, mm-hmm. they're not a lot. Right? I like Jade. You're starting to come around on Jade, but there's probably a lot of people that ain't seen enough of Jade. <laughs> I mean, she won the TBS title
1: on January 5th. She's I mean, it's two weeks away and she's going to have held it all year.
2: Okay. But what was her, what was her, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What was her record when she won? Do you know?
3: She
1: was, she is 44 and 0 now. Um, Let's,
2: she got some of that Goldberg mystery scores in there.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they count tag matches and everything else. So, here we go. I'm going to the results right now. Uh,
4: 2021,
1: she wrestled 21 singles matches, one tag match. And let's
2: see here. In 2021? Mm-hmm. So, what she wrestling in 2022? It's about half, so it's probably about the same. First match
1: was on Dynamite in a tag match with Shaq against Cody and Red Velvet.
2: Yeah, but if if she wrestled, would you say, 21? Uh,
1: well, it says 22 total. 21 singles matches, one tag match. In, okay. That's in 2021.
2: All right, so that's half of 44. Yep. And then... I mean, that's the average of every two and a half weeks, something like that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. In 22, 18 singles matches, one tag match, two trios matches.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it does your champions know, It, uh, you know, it does your champions know, it doesn't help them if they're not being seen. Because not everybody's MJF, not everybody's FTR.
3: You know what I'm saying? Not everybody just rely on a reputation. Plus with Sasha, you Mercedes, you put asses in seats.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you want to wrestle as much as you possibly can.
0: I mean, you see the people that signed that spent the money just to get a picture with her five feet away.
3: Yeah, that 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 uh, whole signing was pretty wild. All
1: the people were that that far off during that signing. That still cracks me up. Mm -hmm. so to your point brian you mentioned that that goldberg mystery math there's a tag loss that shows where ruby soho got the pin for her team against uh jade cargo and the baddies and it doesn't show on jade cargo's loss record Mm. so they're crediting her with 44 wins and zero losses even though she's had two losses in tag team action.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming because she wasn't the one pinned. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive at the start of that run,
3: mm-hmm. somebody beat Goldberg and it was forgotten. I think we've looked that one up before and I think it's,
2: I think you can actually find that or something. I think there's something hanky with one of the early wins. It does. It's not. It's not counted on his streak. But again, look. So Goldberg's a prime example, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, he was used every week. If you if you have somebody that you want to you want to push to the moon, they need to be used. Mercedes would be one, especially in AEW or New
3: Japan. I would push to the moon. I'd have her out there, is you know, almost every week.
1: I mean, if it if it was my, my if it was my my plan, I would have him on have her on TV every week. I'd have, I'd make her a huge part of the women's division and make her champion almost as soon as I could because of how big of a player she is. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think that she only serves to bring that division up. Not that they're an awful division, but we're talking about a person that. Really put, you could say, at two divisions on the map: the NXT Women's Division and the Women's Division in WWE. She's one of the one of the parts, the big parts of the Women's
3: Revolution. Revolution, right?
0: Not evolution. Whatever you would call it.
3: Come I'm on, man! Mess- you're
0: messing up decades. Who yeah, was I know. It, right.
2: Who was on her team when they they changed? They did that. Team
1: Team Bad was. Sasha, Naomi, and... Vivica Fox, wasn't
2: it? Vivica Fox? Uh,
1: no, she's I mean, a model Vivica and Fox. an actress. <laughs> <laughs> actress? Um, yeah. No, it was Tamina.
3: Mm. Let me look that up. because <laughs> BAD. Yeah, Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha. Maybe we'll get Nikki. Maybe we can get Nikki Bella. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for some Nikki. Wait a minute.
1: Hold up. Hold up. Hold the phone. Back up. We're sitting here talking about about Mercedes. And you said maybe we can get Nikki Bella.
2: Yeah, maybe she can be mystery. Oh, God.
1: Remember that moment I said where if it was somebody that was not a, a big get, the fans would collectively shit on it. <laughs>
2: Could you imagine the reaction? I don't think...
1: Fans?
2: Brie, maybe, not Nikki. Brie mode! Because okay. Nikki, Nikki was always different than Brie. The fans were behind Nikki more than they were ever behind Brie. Who owns the, the trademark for their name? Oh, I'm sure the WWE does, but... They can call her whatever... Whatever they wanted to. Who was who was on Paige's team when that happened? uh
0: um, Dragon Sisters. Dragon <laughs> Sisters. What the hell? Uh Page's team, wasn't it Becky and Charlotte? Page's was team PCB. Page, Becky,
3: and Charlotte. Hmm. Well guessing yeah, I guess it ain't none of them two. I mean I guess it could be Charlotte. Maybe she got fired and nobody told
1: her. That would be That would be nuts to have Charlotte show up cuz that would be that'd be a big get.
2: Any I'd, of the four I'd still be,
1: get tired of seeing her on TV.
2: <laughs> any of the four horsewomen would be a big get. Yeah. Watch it'll be Naomi. I mean,
3: Naomi's not bad
1: at all. That'd be a hell of a pickup.
2: Yeah. <coughs> this one needs some little oomph.
1: Yeah, it, it as with any major mystery kind of thing with AEW, it's gotta be a big a big deal. <coughs> um, they've yet they've yet to really let us down with a signing unless we count uh Mark Henry and uh Big
0: Show. Well, no, I I mean, mean, (laughs) Mark Henry was signed and doing exactly what he was signed to do.
3: That's true. That's true. We did get the return of Captain Insano
4: also.
0: Hey, Paul White's like, I don't care. The cash, the check cash is just the same.
3: He's still I mean, doing commentary do, on
0: Dark. Who does AEW have in their roster women that would be the one that comes out? Hmm. I mean, let's go. Thunder like, Rosa. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. That would be a perfect fit.
3: I can't think of anybody else. Cheetah. That'd be another one. Riho. Mm, I don't think you get the same with Rio.
0: Cause I mean again, there has to be
3: there has to be
2: some oomph behind it.
0: Mm-hmm. It can't be somebody that you see every week
2: yeah yeah i agree with rob that kind of would defeat the whole purpose i think
3: the mystery partner oh it's <laughs> it's eva marie no i'm just kidding shut <laughs> <fuck> up <man. laughs>
0: there's somebody- one graphic you will never see
2: <laughs> no don't don't y'all been talking into existence <laughs>
1: Here's some notable uh, free agent names that are out there. Even though a few of these are working days in different companies, they're not under contract. You got Allison Kay, you got Chelsea Green.
0: Uh, even the dogs uh, yeah. disagree. <laughs> uh,
1: Lady Frost,
3: uh, Marty Bell, Mickey James, Taya Valkyrie. I'm
1: scrolling through. There's there's a bunch of different ones, but I'm talking about relatively bigger names. Uh, Kylie Ray's is listed here, but I think she's probably under a contract at WWE now. They just haven't announced it yet.
2: Um, uh, I thought they had announced it because she's even going by a different stupid name.
1: Yeah, she's going by Bri- Brianna Ray.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced the she was mild, under contract. Mild, con- yeah. You know,
1: gimmick. <laughs> I'd have to agree with you. I, I don't know that anybody would really have that big of an oomph outside of Mercedes. And, and uh, I can't believe I'd agree with you and say Nikki Bella, but uh, that would be a big get. I don't know how well she'd do in the long term, but it's notable. And people would probably react. Myself personally, I would react by turning it off. But
2: No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. hmm or I would mm-hmm. just,
1: yeah, I would just text our chat going, "What is this garbage?"
2: Mm-mm. And you would watch. You would eat the first one up. Everybody's going to eat the first one.
0: You'd be wishing you were there to catch that little tiny T-shirt. You, no, thank you. Maybe it'll be Nia Jax.
2: Listen, <laughs> Stan. Blink once. Blink once if Q is in the room after that comment. <laughs>
1: Not, I'm not on camera. I don't know that, that
2: would do any good. Oh, so she's if she's in there, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> grunt once. What yeah. About yeah C- there you what about go, CJ
1: Perry? What about Lana?
2: That's. I mean, that would be possible.
1: She's been talking about coming in with Miro for a while. To in her in her defense, she actually has been on record saying that she would love to win.
2: Oh, I mean, you could very easily recreate Rusev Day, mm-hmm. uh, especially if Miro you had her in the
0: mix. What did you call it, Rob? Miro moment. Miro moment. Monument to Miro. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Those are interesting. We're going to pause for a Miro montage. A moment of Miro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Boy, oh boy. I think we've beaten the shit out of this idea. (laughs) Or if they just blatantly rip it off. Miro day. So have we talked about Mandy Rose's release yet?
0: No. No.
1: I have not. I don't care. News broke last week. Rob has already spoiled it and given his opinion. But news broke last week. Mandy Rose was fired from WWE because, uh, as Shane would share with us in the uh, group chat, that uh, some adult images, adult photos had leaked from her OnlyFans or comparable page. Uh, apparently, and this is the story. Matt Bloom had seen them. as to how he stumbled on him. But anyway, he apparently notified Shawn Michaels that uh, Rose has been participating in in this kind of a web page. Michaels basically sat down with her, explained that she could either remove the website or they would unfortunately have to let her go. She, of course, says, no, I'm not going to. So they fire her. And then the report comes out uh, this week, yesterday, actually, that, among others, Mandy Rose made approximately $500,000 in one month on her fan page. I don't think I blame her for not taking it down. If I'm making 500000 in a month, yeah, I might not be uh, bumping around in a wrestling ring either. In fact, I might have actually <laughs> recommended to her to stop doing it altogether throughout her uh, run as NXT Women's Champion, but... Who knows what she was being paid while she was working down there?
2: Uh, she wasn't making that much. She wasn't even making close. I'd be shocked if her entire contract was that much. Anymore. Yeah, I mean that's a shit ton of money.
1: I I don't blame her at all for saying, "Yeah, no, I'm good.
0: I'll, I'll be I'll be a free agent for a while. We're good." Because that's damn. Well, apparently, that's where to make the money. I mean, apparently, the other ones are making the same amount, if not. A little bit less or more that have since left the E. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think Perry said something about making more.
1: CJ Perry, um, Mandy Rose, and shoot, there's another one that I just.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: you have an Airbnb.
3: Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Oh, uh, Paige Van Zandt. All have claimed to made well into the six figures with their individual pages.
0: And you got Tony Storm. How much do you make?
1: That's another good example. I'm, honestly, I don't know. I've not seen anything about it, but... Oh, excuse me. The report from TMZ is that it wasn't $500,000 in a month. It was $500,000 in one full week.
2: Shit. Well, I mean, I can see, especially when, it first, when she first put it up. Yeah. Probably making that. And I don't, I don't know if she would have made, I mean, I guess it's possible she made that each week. But I would have thought it would have cooled down after
0: a little bit. And once people saw it, they were like, oh, never mind. Yeah. And it's only a
1: period of time before somebody does what obviously happened that made it all come to light, and
2: that's leak whatever videos and pictures she has on there. Well, I mean, she they had to be foolish enough to think that, okay, well, we're going to lift this restriction, but we're still not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So something tells me they knew all along. And there was, there might have been a little bit more to it,
3: because I, I mean, as a,
2: as a businessman who has contracts with all types of people, somebody somewhere is watching everything they do. Because again, one of the things was, oh, this went against Mattel's. Um. Uh, Their
1: morality clause, basically. Yeah, yeah. WWE.
2: Right, and Mattel is the toy company, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, do you honestly think that when the first time that was seen by somebody in the WWE, they're the ones that reported the morality clause to Mattel? No. No, I don't.
1: I think they would have tried to keep it quiet as long as they could until someone Mm -hmm. in the public eye actually
0: saw it yes
2: until mattel found out and said oh there's morality clause
0: right right you want us to make a figure of this woman but look what else are you doing
2: yeah
1: well it's it's a curious question and and this may come off weird but let's think about this for a second mattel makes barbies and other things right Mm
2: Hmm.
1: i mean aren't barbies made naked
2: while anatomically correct I don't know of any Barbie that's ever come out with nips. Fair, that's a fair point. I'll give they you that. They don't have an OnlyFans
0: Barbie. Right, right. Come
4: and on.
2: again, Holy yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I said they're anatomically correct, yeah, it's there even on the you know even on Ken, it's it's kind of right. there, and it's obvious. It's not yeah. exactly
1: like hard to hide <coughs> or
2: whatever. <laughs> However, right, it's not swinging. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, you win. That's it. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning I mean, they don't have thong Barbie. So, I mean, what's your argument, Stan?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't just, have one anymore. Yeah, go, I, it's dead. <laughs> but I don't think it's an argument. I, I think the question right. is a valid question. If they... If Mattel has stuff out, mm-hmm. and they are and they are pushing this gearing towards a younger audience, mm-hmm. um, how you know do they do they have a a right considering that I'm pretty sure on only fans. You probably there's an age limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, there's a. Uh, I'm sure there's an advisory. Hey, <coughs> you got to be 18 or older. Um, mm. You know, I'm sure that credit there card. Are, right, right. Certain prerequisites to have that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think it's it's interesting because you know <laughs> we're talking about you know obvious not just like she's in a bikini, but that Rob made a good point and so did you. We're talking about she's full on got her boobs out. And uh, she's got some suggestive
2: pictures with wait. her
1: and some guy.
2: Stan, if Q's in the room, grunt once.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> That's a lot of grunts.
2: Does <coughs> that, that mean she's yes. stepped in and out the room? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, you should. Hey, should Let me and Rob home. handle this one. You got just it. Listen. Go for it. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Cool. (laughs) But, like, Uh, I've seen these things where, like, these people will put up, like, they each have their own page, and then it's like, ooh, we have our OnlyFans page, and we have our Amazon wishlist, and there's fools that go on this Amazon wishlist and buy the stuff for these people. Right. You know, I mean, and so there's going to be people like, ooh. And then I've seen where, like, the people like... They'll do the photo shoot, and then they'll sell the outfit. Hey, did you like the outfit? Like, like, come on. And But there's creepers out there. Like, yeah, they'll buy it. You know, I mean. Rob,
2: you're taking be- us down a path that I think you might be a creeper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, there's, there's ring worn there's, stuff.
2: I don't know. Well, so my question would be, if I was her, my question would be is were did were we under contract with Mattel when a certain video leaked?
1: That is the biggest part of the argument and a lot of fans have been pointing that out.
2: When, or the other picture because I'm I think there's a couple other pictures mm-hmm. of different people that have popped up. Well, the biggest, I think the biggest Part
1: that could support her argument is the page video. When that that late, the deal with Mattel was was ongoing. And all they did was. Change the title. They fired Brad Maddox. That was it. There was no suspension. Brad Maddox was fired because they didn't have anything for him to do. And he kind of sucked in the ring uh and that was it and obviously they (laughs) changed the titles because they didn't want to sell merchandise seen in it that was all they did and that video made the rounds and when i say it made the rounds i mean it was being leaked everywhere not just you know people like like shane sending it in in a text we're talking like it was shown on not just major wrestling websites but every other place in between (laughs) It's not exactly the strongest argument, but it definitely supports her cause if she would have claimed, like you said, well, were we under contract with them for that?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and to me, it's almost the same where, you know, in order to get to hers, there were certain barriers that had to be crossed. And Mm -hmm. it was ultimately leaked because now that it's out. I'm sure hers, (laughs) her numbers have gone through the roof, right? because now you probably have the average person who has no clue who she is now get you know like oh what's all this on the facebook page about this oh well let me go check it out Mm -hmm. i i again i something tells me there's more to the story that you're not you're not going to hear about until you know alvarez or melcher or what is it, ringside chat or any number of other reputable, uh, you know. ringside. Yeah, ringside chat. Yeah. They're, they're reputable yeah. sources. I'm, of I'm things. being sarcastic on all three of them. But. <clears throat> I like that. Somebody will probably leak it in about six months. The real reason why she was fired.
1: Or she writes a book or does some tell-all shoot interview.
2: Yeah, I mean. She may do it, but, you know, I'm sure somebody will say, no, this is the real reason she got fired. <laughs> Maybe it's because, you know, Sean wasn't able to look at two phones at once and enjoy it.
1: I <laughs> he was looking at one screen, but he actually was looking at the other.
0: It was very confusing for him.
2: Because mm-hmm. yeah, in, in all reality.
0: Did he actually see the pictures at all?
3: <clears throat> but in all reality, if they if had
2: they never fired her, yeah, there would have been a lot of people who had no fucking clue.
1: That's what I think. I, I mean, I, I don't think that, no offense to her, but I don't think that she's a big enough, recognizable enough name where if it comes out that uh, Lords of Pain reports Mandy Rose has nude pictures available, I don't think anybody would give a damn. Like, I, had it not been leaked, I don't think anybody would have cared so i mean i I kind of agree with fans that say that it was bullshit to fire because here's here's a person that in nxt at least for what they were doing had done a pretty good job of giving some i don't want to say prestige giving some some importance to the uh women's title in nxt granted their divisions both men's and women's are kind of suffering right now but. She was a she was doing well as champion, and she had improved in the ring. So it hurt. It only serves to hurt the brand by letting her go. I, I guess I get the morality clause part of it, but to me, it just seems kind of, kind of garbage. Like firing her just doesn't do anything mm. outside of that. So don't make any more damn action figures for her. You know what I mean? Like, well, self again... shirts only. <laughs>
2: There are a lot of people that have broke Mattel's morality clause. And he didn't fire. Him.
1: I mean, isn't it a break of a morality clause if you get caught with drugs? Are you gonna stop making Matt Riddles figure? No, or there's which, a shit ton of them coming out.
2: Which one of the Usos? Jimmy D-Ys? or
1: yeah? I mean, not the. And I'm not, I'm not trying to kick any of them when they're down, but you make a really good point. Where does the morality clause stop and start? Where does it actually say you can and can't do?
2: Just how deep in the weeds are they willing
1: to go with this?
2: They're not. She's a, uh, for lack of, you know, for no offense, she's a two-bit player. Right. She was expendable. Yeah. And so when Mattel said, eh, I don't really like that. Okay. But, he, but I, I swear, I honestly do not believe that Mattel paid any attention to that. Now, they may have, somebody at Mattel may have been like, you know, this is against morality clause, and Mm -hmm. called the WWE and said something, but I really don't think that the higher ups at Mattel are the one that got her fired. Something else is going on, and they blame it.
0: Because you can't tell me. No, I was going to say, it's just like in life, where you see people that do something at their work, and it's like, it's not what they did that gets them fired. It's what you know. What gets them fired is finally something that they can have, but they mm-hmm. wanted to fire them for all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, she, wasn't she a swimsuit model before she came, like Miss Hawaiian Tropic or something before she came? Yeah, I mean, she was part of the the last
1: attempt at tough enough, and she didn't. She was not the female winner; it was somebody else, but. They liked her. They kept her around for NXT. They let her do sporadic appearances, and then they caught her up to the main roster. So she had a a thorough background in modeling before that. And I want to say some women's sport uh, might be volleyball. Don't want to disrespect her. But, you know, she had obviously an amateur background before that, and they brought her in under the under the guise that there was something that they could they saw in her. So to do all of this, to to really go forward with, you know, her as a as a performer. I mean, she starts in two thousand fifteen. So obviously, they had enough interest in her to to continue to keep her on staff. I mean, Rob mentioned said she her background as far as the fitness competition, bodybuilding. She did uh, the two thousand fourteen World Beauty, Fitness, and Fashion Bikini Championship that she won. Um, so I mean, she did have a following beforehand.
3: I don't know how big, but that's okay, I guess. But there you go. I said, but there you go.
1: She did lose the NXT Women's title to former Ring of Honor uh, Women's Champion Roxy now known as Roxanne Perez.
3: Uh, so, um, who had
2: Kenny Omega rumors at the Royal Rumble on the bingo card for next
1: year? Oh, oh, I did last week. Said we hadn't seen it yet, but I was waiting for him. Sweet.
2: Reports state that WWE could be planning for a forbidden door entrant into the 2023 Royal Rumble. Somebody like to tell me. What event
3: at Forbidden Door had an entrant? Entrants are normally resolved for, like, Battle Royals.
2: Did I miss something when I was in Chicago? Did I go get a beer and miss the Battle Royal?
1: You might have. The Forbidden Door Battle Royal. You
3: you totally missed it. Uh, I don't think it. So I did. I, I'm gonna I,
2: while y'all are talking, mm-hmm. I'm gonna click the comments and see how many times Kenny Omega's
0: mentioned. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> He's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's a deep rabbit hole.
1: I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of mystery of people rumored to show up. Hell, remember the uh, the spreadsheet, Rob, that we talked about a few weeks ago?
4: Yeah. Where?
1: Had, what's that? Had Jay White on it. Jay White had CM Punk, who was supposedly going to get jumped beforehand. Brock Lesnar rumored to win it.
2: Cody yeah, that, was going to win it. Again, that one was foolish because you had somebody that actually got eliminated before they actually even made the ring.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And then you looked at the times. Yeah. And they got their semicolon or their, their dots off. And it's like, oh, you're in the ring, not. 20 minutes, you were in the ring 20 hours. Mm -hmm. You know, Curtis Axel's still in the damn ring, apparently. (laughs) Axelmania running wild.
2: So I don't see a Kenny Omega, but I do see several Chris Jerichos, a Daniel Bryan, and I'm pretty sure this guy said no, a John Moxley. Mox has
1: many times been quoted as saying he would not go back. <laughs> you might even be able to get him with that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, Matt Cardona has talked about possibly going back, but only if he could go back as, as himself, unless it was a one-off Royal Rumble kind of appearance. He said he'd be willing to do that as Zack Ryder. Um, I'm scrolling yep. through a page. that has got some
0: different, different. But this, and, again, this one says, a forbidden door entrant. Right. Because Zach Ryder's been on... Or Mac was on all those lists. Yep, he was. Of but that wouldn't be a forbidden door entrant. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, a rumor that...
1: I want to say late last week had surfaced that Omega and the Bucks supposedly had contracts coming up for... Neg- renewal in 2023 which was uh, also debunked by the way and uh, they were there's explanation out there that they have contracts ending in 24 as uh, MJf would say the bidding war of 2024 um, but I mean it seems like every year up until Aew started there was a rumor about Kenny Omega in the Rumble
3: so it doesn't really really surprise me. I don't know. It seems like that would be
1: kind of a wasted. No offense to him, but I think that'd be a waste. You bring in a Kenny Omega for something bigger, in my opinion.
2: Well, I mean you could always you could always bring him in and win. I mean there would be no bigger there would be no bigger match than him versus Reigns at WrestleMania. True. And the easiest way to get it is by having him win the rumble, but that'd be crazy.
1: But I think Tony Khan has said many times before. Before not Supercard of Honor, the second one. Um, death before dishonor. Before death, before dishonor, Tony Khan had been quoted many times saying he'd be more than willing to listen and talk to WWE, WWE about working together. You know, he had given the approval for um, the John, the John Cena documentary that they did where... Jericho and Mox talked about Cena um and then of course Jericho being on Steve Austin's podcast. And honestly, I could see Jericho doing a a Royal Rumble moment there. That actually could happen, but bef- after death before dishonor, where basically WWE snubbed Tony Khan and he said he wasn't going to take that shit anymore.
2: No, I can, they didn't. I find it
1: kind of hard to believe.
2: They didn't snub them. They actually did something.
1: Well, basically, they scheduled off. a pay per view on the same day or same weekend. <clears throat> if you remember, they he talked about that during the uh, the famous All Out media scrum where he's got more money than they do, and he's not going to stand for that bullshit. I mean, wrestling's a crazy-ass world, in it, so anything can freaking happen, but <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 have, I have my doubts when it comes to them working together, at least in the moment, but I think Triple H would be the guy that would normally say okay and try it.
2: You keep thinking that. I'm having more doubts about Triple H than I can shake a stick at. I mean, he has not learned from Vince's mistakes, and he keeps bringing more and more people back. You know, reports are flying that some of the ones he's brought back, they thought it's a mistake, and Mm -hmm. yeah, we have uh, uh, what's his name, Jonah shows up.
1: Yeah, Bronson Reed comes out last night. Now I didn't see this. I was (laughs) I was busy, but. I watched a clip of it today. He comes out during the, the ladder match between Miz and Dexter Loomis, which, oh, by the way, um, I've heard nothing but horrible shit about that match. Anyway, he comes out, knocks over the ladder, stops Loomis from winning, and the crowd basically had no idea who he was. I mean, it's is a WWE crowd. Bronson Reed gets fired from NXT. He wasn't even on the main roster. And by the way, when he was fired from NXT, he wasn't on the famous black and gold brand that everybody was talking about back when Team DIY was taking on FTR, better known as, or then known as the Revival. We're talking about the black and gold brand that was getting the shit kicked out of them by AEW because they had, well, half of the roster that they used to have, and they were being pushed in a half ass manner. So I don't know what anybody would have been expecting from Bronson Reed as far as a crowd reaction. No offense to the guy, but who knows him?
3: But again, though, it's just more people he hires
2: back Mm -hmm. that bloats his
3: roster. I mean, he is getting severely bloated now. As of
1: November 7th, 14 wrestlers were rehired by Triple H. Tennille Dashwood, Bray Wyatt, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Karrion Cross, Scarlett, Hit Row, (laughs) B-Fab, Top Dalla, and uh, Ashante Adonis, Dakota Kai, Dexter Loomis, Sky,
3: Johnny Gargano, Braun Strowman, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim. That's who I was forgetting. And look at how many have fallen by the wayside.
1: Yim right now is involved in a uh in a feud between the club and judgment day, prominently featured on television. She's being used well. Gallows Gallows and Anderson, at least right now, being used well, looking good on TV. Carrying Cross and Scarlet. I think a lot of the uh the hype behind their return is kind of faltered. And I don't think it's their fault. I think that's a, that's solely on Triple H for not capitalizing. Um, Gargano. I don't know. Some people are going to say that he's featured well. I don't think so. He's been put into this this program between Loomis and Miz. I think that's pretty shitty. It's not. You're not using Gargano to your best if he's not in the ring. Um, Dakota Dakota Kai and Io Sky. I think they're using. They're being used well currently. WWE's women's tag champs. Braun Strowman. I, I can't stand the guy. So. I could care less what he does. Um, Tenille Dashwood, I think, showed up on SmackDown and has since been working main event. She'll probably get fired here in the next few weeks because she hasn't done anything since. spray um, uh, Wyatt, he's got his feud with LA Knight. I don't know anybody that really cares about it. I, I wasn't exactly excited by it. I'm um, just scrolling through here trying to yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you there's really nothing of, of huge note I think that Gargano coming back could have been done a hell of a lot better um, and having him in the ring is your best best bet uh, Champa is hurt right now, so he's recovering so you can't do team DIY yet but Dexter Loomis, I mean, what the hell you need him for no offense to the guy, but
3: his highlight was with him and Indy Hartwell. I can't think of anything else for that. Hit Row was awful.
1: Without Swerve. And even Swerve, by the way, Swerve has been quoted many times as saying he would definitely not go back and be part of Hit Row, which I think is is a perfect example of, you know, just obvious evidence that they weren't doing right by people.
2: Well, I mean, you know, the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. I said, "It Swerve's going to be a superstar one day."
1: I I am mean, definitely looking forward to his feud with uh, Keith Lee. Yeah,
3: I mean, you don't need uh, Hit rogue with Swerve. He doesn't need him. And
1: I mean that that whole you know, the conversation about WWE's roster being, you know, fairly bloated. Yeah, you can you could say what you want about AEW and their roster being just as big, but to be fair, the ones that aren't really ready for prime time or are pretty well filling elevation and dark. And the remainder of the time they're being booked fairly well on Dynamite or Rampage. You got a few guys that could stand to have better T V time. Miro is a great example. Um But Tony Khan has actually indicated that he was going to make changes to how Rampage was booked and start to highlight and feature more AEW talent. The move to Ring of Honor to Honor Club, which we'll talk about here shortly, um, I think that was a good move for him. And now that he's getting ready to do a weekly show for Ring of Honor, that's going to make that attention change. and, And I think we'll start seeing a bigger focus on that product.
3: You don't hear that kind of acknowledgement from the other side, at least not yet. Well, that's because the one's trying to just watch what door he walks into.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's hard for Michaels. He can't, I mean. <laughs> he has a hard time, man. Cut him some slack. Mm-hmm. He can't out to focus.
1: And he really does. He's got to concentrate hard because, you know, you got to close one eye and hope that you're not bumping anything. and It's very difficult.
0: I mean, I've seen people <laughs> with lazy eye, and, like, sometimes you just get one when you're tired or whatever. But it's kind of like his one eye just gave up. Like, we're just going to look over here. Fuck yeah. And the
1: sad thing is, you know, he actually has gone on record and blamed Kane for it. Kane apparently smacked his head into uh, the ring steps one day outside the ring, and uh, it started to happen after that. He never really thought anything of it until he started to notice it after he retired. Nobody points out to this guy that he's got the Robert Gibson thing going
4: on. I mean, damn it.
1: <laughs> People say that they, they admire this man. He's a hero and, and all that, but no one has the courage to tell their best friend. You know, Triple H, you can't tell your best friend, hey there, buddy,
0: you uh, got something going on with the eye? I well, think that's why I finally cut his hair just where the cowboy had all the time. <coughs> to hide it. Man. I feel bad for him. I mean, first he had the receding hairline yeah. that went from his eyebrow back to his <laughs> goal
1: I remember the first time noticing that when he had come back in 2002 and he he t- took some shot I don't know and he was bleeding and you know they do that that hair flick where they're trying to show the crowd that they're bleeding suddenly and all you could see was this line from where his hairline at this forehead all the way back and it was a very obvious line like damn Boy. HBK is finally starting to show signs of age.
0: I think you started to
1: cry. I was a little hurt. That was when I realized I was going bald shortly after. So.
0: No,
2: what do you mean shortly after? You've been going bald for years.
1: Well, that's that's fair. But in 2002, it would be 20 years ago. So, yes, that would be correct,
2: Brian. Yeah, but, I mean, you were going bald when we met. <sighs> when you realized it or not. Was I
0: going bald in, that, in the 90s is what you're saying to me? Yes. That Island O'Hare has been around so long it's part of NATO. Oh, you guys are bastards. Wow. <laughs> Both of you are bastards. It's been How recognized in its own territory. Oh, <sighs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I hate you so bad right now. Ugh. What are you going to do? Like
1: that- I'm going to keep it moving. That's what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> I
2: mean... We- even when you got your head shaved that one time, your scalp was thankful because you stopped with the comb over and it could actually get some sun.
1: Hey, in my defense, I did not ever knowingly do a comb. <laughs> over.
0: I still wanted you to take that island of hair and then grow that out and then slick that back. Oh God! And then, like in the you ring, know, the kids have actually shot, tried like, to get me to do that.
1: My son told me the other day. He said, "Dad, you should grow your hair back out." And then when you do, comb it back over where you're going bald. That way no one will see it. And I started laughing because the first thing I said to him was, did your uncles put you up to this? We would He's never. Like, he was very confused. He says, no, why? I said, because that's exactly the kind of thing they would
4: say.
0: <laughs> uh, we would never use children for our own game.
1: Right, right. Never. Not even once so we got another history making moment last wednesday and i think we may have i mean when we talk about this moment i think it could be on par with the one two three kid moment the barry horowitz moment we're talking about chris jericho and action and ready from this past wednesday on dynamite now jericho has done everything right he's won the world championships <laughs> he's starred in a band you know he's the front man for fozzy hit singles done his own podcast on tv and now he has gone into the mode of i mean i don't know what you call this golden point of his career where he's just literally almost everything he touches turns into a major thing has this match with action andretti the match itself was actually really good, and to make it even better, Andretti hits this—I uh, don't know. Brian, help me out. It, It's—it was a big moment, is a magic moment for Winter is coming, and I don't think that—I don't think it's going to get too little said about it. I think it's going to be a big deal for years.
3: Uh, maybe
2: depends on what they do with him. Like if he like doesn't get elevated and has this great run, mm-hmm. then it's all for nothing, right? You know, I don't think I don't think we're at the one two three right. kid. Well, no, I guess maybe you are because he only really won once or twice himself as mm-hmm. one two three, right? Um
1: I mean this match it's kind of funny that we're we're talking about it but it it's not the, the cool thing here action andretti you know indie worker had actually came out of mcw out of maryland mm-hmm. championship wrestling um you know he was getting a shot on tv and the crowd starts chanting let's go jobber they don't even chant his name they just say let's go jobber so it just had this crazy feel to it, it they they didn't do anything necessarily at the very beginning to give away that Jericho was going to lose or anything it was just it, i don't know it just played out that way it was just a magic moment and he hits this running shooting star press which by the way looked awesome and just gets the win out of out of nowhere kicks out of the code breaker escapes out of the walls of Jericho i mean what is it? What could possibly be next for Chris Jericho? What the hell else could this guy do?
2: Well, I mean, hopefully, you get a feud out of this, and let's see what the kid's really worth.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, if, if he can, uh, you know, have a little feud, doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be long, but you know, maybe a month,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and he can go toe to toe with Jericho, then maybe we're on to something.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm going to have to say that was probably the biggest shock in wrestling I've had in a long time. Because nobody saw that coming. No. Like, it wasn't telegraphed. It wasn't, oh, by the way, they're in Chicago, and guess who showed up in the arena? Right. You know what I'm saying? It was very right. much, very
1: much like. That's why I said one, two, three kid first. <clears throat> Here's this nobody. Here's this no one that you've ever seen before. And boom, mm-hmm. he's on TV and he beats Chris Jericho. Kicks out of two of his finishes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Escapes one and kicks out of the other.
2: But yeah, because I'm going to be perfect honest. I watched the match up to a point, and I went in the living or in the kitchen, and I think mm-hmm. I got something out the refrigerator. And then when I come back around the corner, there's Jericho with his mouth open. Like, what just happened? Right. And then my mouth was like, what just happened?
1: (laughs) Brian sends in the corner-to-corner chat last week, what did I just see?
2: Yes. Like, what happened? Right. You know? Like, because, again, you, you never ever see that well i mean i always say never because i'm sure it's happened before i'm sure if we actually thought about it we could all name one but i mean this uh, you know again the crowd's chanting jobber and this guy pulls up possibly the biggest upset of his entire
1: career give you an idea as to how much traction this moment <clears throat> gave now this was about a, a, a 10 minute match maybe maybe less. All Elite Wrestling on YouTube has 3.47 million subscribers. The video of this, uh, of this matchup has 310,695 views and almost 10,000
3: likes.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That is amazing. I mean, that's why I compare it to it because
1: it's like you never saw this coming. And the crowd reaction, by the way, also. Awesome.
2: Mm-hmm he's got a good look. You know, he's got, you know, he's, he's built. I mean, this is what you look for. And if you want to make a star mm-hmm. and hats off to Jericho, because I think from everything I've heard, Jericho was like, yep. I saw this guy on darker or elevation or whatever. And I was like, I want to wrestle him.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it was like, yep.
2: Let the kid win or whatever.
3: Right. Hats, hats, off.
1: What what could have been? You know, I mean, think about it. You had, you had all these different matchups that were options. I mean, you had the main event with Starks and MJF. You figure people going to be talking about that. Ruby Soho comes back from injury. House of Black is on. You got, um, the 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 trios match. But the moment that I'm talking about first, because it's the one that jumped off the page to me, is Action Andretti. Like this was this was a huge deal because this is one of those moments that a company like AEW needs to show that they can create major moments, not just with their main event guys. You know what I mean? Not just with like a Kenny Omega, not just with CM Punk or whomever. They literally anything can happen there. And that's what. I really, really like about this because it gives you that feel of man, you don't want to miss a you don't want to miss a moment because you really don't know. Just like you said, you went to the fridge. Mm-hmm. I think I was uh I watched part of it and I was I was playing World of Warcraft and I was looking at my computer screen and all of a sudden I heard let's go jobber not. I started laughing. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I look up and suddenly I see him get out of the walls of Jericho. I'm like, come on. He's not, and then he hits the shooting star press. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't
4: believe it.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I should have known when he kicked out of the uh, code breaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, wow, that's a big moment for the kid. He, he kicked out of that, right? Exactly. You know, but not once did it ever cross my mind that he was going to beat Jericho.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: we did get, unfortunately. Jeff Jarrett showing up, hitting a guitar shot on, on Max Caster.
0: Dude,
1: what is it that Jeff Jarrett brings that convinces people that he needs to be on TV? I don't get it. I mean, he's, he's a star, but is, is he, do you really want him in that position? Because now they're going to have him and uh, Lethal challenge for the tag titles. It's going to be on a rampage, most likely.
2: So, do you think Jericho's better as a face or a heel?
1: I think Jericho has always worked best when when you didn't really know. You know what I mean? Like, where you thought one week he was good, one week he was bad.
2: As a heel... Do you put him in the top percent of heels?
3: Yes. Or the bottom much. percent?
2: Top Okay. Percent. Okay. So you see where this is going? So there's a reason that people take shots at or take shots on him. Mm-hmm. It's because he has the ability to just make you hate him. Right. And whether you hate him, hate him, or just. Hate him in the pro wrestling world sense
3: you hate him, right And that's what makes him good he's
2: had he's got longevity. there ain't been so many out there that have you know been on TV as long as he has.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So he's got longevity. He is probably a great teacher. And why not if I'm a fledgling company that needs to grow or straighten things up in the back? Why wouldn't I go to a guy that's third generation in that regard?
3: Mm-hmm. Think?
1: I, I guess <laughs> maybe it is my just my <clears throat> total dislike of them that just help doesn't help me get past that part. Oh. I don't know.
2: But all right, so let, let me ask you this: and, mm-hmm. and let's say they win, they 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 become tag champs, right? And you've okay. already you've already said you d- dislike them, definitely, right? Very true. And they come to DC, mm-hmm. and the matchup is FTR versus. I don't know. Do they have a name yet? Team Slapnuts.
1: We'll just call them
2: that. All right, Team <laughs> Slapnuts. Right. <laughs>
1: right
2: and was that is that a match that you may you wouldn't pay for if you hated him enough FTR pay for
1: no I'd pay to see FTR that's that's a given
2: you'd pay to see FTR beat him sure so they're using with Jarrett that tells me if you're saying this they're using an older school mentality with him mm-hmm. That because we know, well, this guy's got, you know, like people just really hate him. Right. Well, let's give him the title and then let's put him in situations where people are going to be like, oh, it's FTR. FTR is definitely going to beat him. And then FTR loses to him. Then you hate him
3: more. Right. So now you're hooked because now you really
2: want to see him
3: lose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I get it, but ugh, yuck.
2: But you're the one who fell for it.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it, Brian. Fix it. I can't fix it, bro. You got the connection. Call him. Call Tony.
0: Say, look, man, can't do this. You,
2: you're wearing Jeff Jarrett right now like a cheap suit.
0: Uh, no, he what will was... have a T-shirt, and Brian and Stan will have it. No, I will not.
3: I the bet the hell. you. I know you
0: say.
2: If they come out with the choke on it, slap nuts, or no. whatever he says, <laughs> no, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't get a slap nuts t-shirt. No, you're out you're after your ever loved mind.
1: I wasn't gonna get it back when he had it during WWE's days when he was. Don't piss me off. And then when he yeah, went but back, it, to WWE that's and had the Stroke.
0: That's different. This is choke on his slap nuts <laughs> Choke okay. Or whatever the, the, he says. You'll wear the choke on it, slap nut shirt, and Brian will wear his scissor me daddy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: I mean, there are some phrases in professional wrestling that you just have to love. Choke oh. on his slap nuts <laughs> Fruit booty. Oh. Fruit booty.
3: Who got lazy legs now? <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Snoochie that should be on a damn
0: t-shirt. Get funky like a monkey in the city if you will. Why was that never on a t-shirt? See? That one may
2: have been on a t-shirt.
1: I thought we'd close out with the the Best of Seven series. little talk about that. Uh, between the Lucha Bros, Death Triangle, rather, and the Elite.
2: Is it, is it done?
1: It's three to one.
2: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it yet. You talk about it. Give me your feelings, man.
1: Well, first off, Tony Khan acquired the right to play the uh, the NBA on TNT's music. (laughs) Secondly, notice this, I'm not caring. Secondly, uh, they decide to build this for best of seven to close out at a pay-per-view. So it automatically tells you, well, we're headed to seven. The first three matches have been Death Triangle utilizing a hammer, goddamn hammer. It's a thing. Thanks, Pac. Appreciate that. It's lame, but that's a thing now. And now this next match, match four, which the Elite has to win and most likely will. Everything's legal because it's no DQ. Not that I don't like seeing these matches, but actually, um. <laughs> Isn't there such thing of as too much of a good thing? Because I don't think this no DQ match is going to be any good. I pray I'm wrong,
3: but I really don't think this no DQ match is going
0: to be good. Well, I mean, we all know how it's going to play out. <coughs> it's all going to come down to the tiebreaker match, right? So the the no DQ match is set up so that. Kenny and the elite can have all the run-ins that they can, you know, Mm -hmm. and bring in all the stuff. So, I mean, like you said, this is like the worst build, like not the worst build, it's just the most in the open build, shall we say. Like, oh, we're going to do best of seven, but we're going to we're going to promote the last match, the seventh match, before we have the second one. Right.
1: Like, they show the map. Like, they show the plan.
0: If there's a match seven, it's
1: going to happen on pay-per-view. So now every single wrestling fan in the world looks at that and goes, well, we're getting the seven-match thing.
2: So, Stan, do you ever watch baseball? Sure. you ever watch basketball?
1: Sure. Well, no, not actually, not that much.
2: All right, but but you know about the World Series, yeah? Dude, I get the, the playoffs content. and mm-hmm. best of seven match concert? sure, yeah. So once it was announced that we've gone from a single match to a best of seven, right? What did you expect them to do? With the well, as soon as they matches.
1: showed it as soon as they showed us the calendar of when the matches would take place the first thing i thought was this is going to be a best of 7 and i mean not best of 7 this is going to go 7 matches that's the first thing i thought
2: but we've said in the past that AEW has a way of surprising you that's true so if they had said well we're going to leave it on death triangle, but we're going to go to match six and they only showed you match six matches.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Your thought would have been, Oh, this is over in six, but they have to show you the seven. Because if they don't show you the seven,
2: if they decide to pull the trigger earlier and have them win. Not really going to be a surprise to anybody. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, they have to announce it's the best of seven. And why wouldn't you put the seven one on a pay-per-view? Well, then, there's going to be like a two-month gap.
1: Well, here's the thing. This. Like, from the time they started the series, to your point, they're, <sighs> they're stretching it to the pay-per-view. But, I mean, you you asked if I watch baseball, hockey, or basketball, you know, the ones that do the best of seven. But here's the thing. In those sports, there's always that unpredictability of maybe it only goes four. In wrestling, it's considerably more predictable. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that they wouldn't necessarily uh, pivot and go. Okay, well, Death Triangle wins this week and it's done. I suppose that's that's entirely possible, but to me, it just seems very unlikely. And then it just seems like, well, you've built this up for what? It just seems like it would be very poor booking if that's what they do.
2: Why would it be? Why would it be poor booking if Death Triangle? closed it out in five
1: it would be poor booking because now you've you've basically built this up for a pay-per-view that it's a match that's apparently not going to happen
2: no we have you haven't built anything up to the pay-per-view because the pay-per-view's in march you're in december and
3: other than if it goes to seven this will be a pay-per-view match that's your only buildup There's no buildup so far. It's just saying if it goes seven, it'll be in March. And we just got done talking about a surprise.
2: Mm-hmm. And you got to admit when they when Death Triangle beat them the first time, that was a surprise because I don't think anybody in, in in the room thought that was going to happen.
1: Right. I certainly didn't expect it to go. <clears throat> as one-sided as it appears so far. I can I can definitely say that. I thought it would be, all right, they're
3: tied two and two. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it would be a lot more even. hmm uh, You know, again, uh, you know, there's best of seven all the time. It doesn't make mean it goes to seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, maybe you get a surprise.
1: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I kind of doubt it, but maybe. I suppose maybe has to be said.
0: (laughs) Maybe, suppose, I don't know.
3: Possibly. Who knows? I mean, maybe somehow the House of Black gets interjected into all this. I like what
1: they're doing with House of Black they're letting them firmly stay in the middle and just beat the shit out of everybody.
2: Mm.
1: They don't, they don't have to define anything else outside of that.
3: Didn't they just beat up color? Not too long ago.
1: Beat up color.
2: You mean commentary?
3: No, Brandon
2: color. Didn't they just put him through a table? Yeah, they,
1: They beat the shit out of him. And then, uh, black was like, Hey, this isn't personal. This is just this is just what we do, or something like that it was, he basically told him it wasn't personal
4: mm.
3: So again, so you know, who knows how this could play out? I actually would like to see that triangle beat him and save number six really yeah, because it, again
2: it's it's the sheer surprise of it
3: hmm You gotta admit that's fun when that happens. Oh, of course Wow What would you do with uh what would you do with with the elite after that? Nothing there's still six man you got. You know, Death Triangle, The Elite, House of Black. You still Mm -hmm. need a strong six-man for a while.
0: I got the, uh, what was it, MK-whatever-his-name-is and all his people. Oh, you got The Firm. You got The Trust Busters.
1: uh, And actually, I mean, if you wanted to, you could probably say uh, Jarrett Lethal and uh, Satnam Singh. And you got QT
0: Marshall. Mm-hmm. the factory.
2: But again, wouldn't you like to see a House of Black versus the Elite? Versus yeah. Death Triangle?
3: Ooh. That would be let's good. Just, let's just get crazy. Let's throw the New Day in there. Now let's get crazy. Oh, wait, that's still just two guys. Never mind. It's worth a try. Big E's still not back?
1: No. Um... Hmm. You know, and honestly, I haven't seen or heard anything as far as uh, his condition other than that he's just simply recovering. Um, he's probably got a long road ahead of him. Still sucks real bad that 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 happened to him. Uh, well, that, as they say, is that for this week. Um hope everybody has a great holiday and a good Merry Christmas, whatever it is that you celebrate. Uh, we're back next week. Same, uh, same outlet. And we'll be talking about... Uh, we'll probably get a better vision of what's coming up with AEW's big uh, Battle of the Belts, because theirs is coming up in January. And we'll have probably another look at... New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom and the Royal Rumble will be only a few weeks after that. So we'll have a better vision of all of that. Anything you guys want to add before we close out?
0: Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah and all that. Remember, go on my Amazon wishlist and buy me whatever I want. (laughs) Rob says buy him stuff.
2: I say, ball humbug, suck it, you bald bastard.
3: Damn. <laughs> well, all
1: righty then. <laughs> hey, with that, catch up with us on Twitter. and It's uh, Rob Hefner, C2C, Vlad Dragool V L A D 2 c And Hefner. I'm at st- <laughs> It should be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> at Stan Grub everywhere, and of course, C2C Radio Show. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time right here on Corner to Corner. Have a great holiday.